they brought their A game. We, That's are, good. we had a brain food. You know what I love about January 1st yeah. at midnight? Is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12 01, you're like, I want to fish twice. Let's go, let's go. They, do you really shoot the shoot the halibut once you get them close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut <laughs> every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. <laughs> I love it. I hate That's you. all right. I hate me too, but it's okay, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Like a really fat branch, definitely. <laughs> Should we just fast forward to the part where I say, So you got skunked? <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you. So you came to yeah. the right place, bud. No, I listen. <laughs> and we are back. You are listening to the Rotten River Pursuit podcast. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You, you can, can trust, trust them. them. Mm-hmm. We are in the current tonight, boys. Oof. I can't even pop. I like the sound of that. I, I, I lost my pop. That's all right, Buck. We'll find it for I'm you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm Ryan. Who do I got with me tonight? This is Pick. It's Bucky. I'm Catfish. And I'm Will. How's it going, boys? How Bucky hey, got his I, pop back. I lost yeah. my pop. <laughs> I, I couldn't pop there, guys. I'm sorry. Well, if we were back in the Midwest, you would be referring to your soda pop, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. But now you just mean your that kind of pop. Your current pop. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear you're missing it, Buck. I can't do it right now. You need to wet your whistle. My whistle's wet. All right. Well. So we got two uh, two new faces at the table tonight that haven't been part of a pod since we've been sequestered. Yeah. Not that we're a hung jury. <laughs> no. Or anything, but... Uh, <laughs> furloughed. F- furloughed. <laughs> Some of us, I guess. Uh, we could get into that if you'd like. Not really. Um, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. But since we've been quarantinoed, yeah. uh, we haven't really had a chance to catch up and see how things are going for Mr. Pick or Mr. Catfish. How's it, how's it going, fellas? It's going. It's going. It's going. Yeah. It's going. Catfish, you sound a little muffled. I'm a little muffled. My my beard's in front of my face. It's <laughs> you gotta hide. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hiding. It's the only protection you have. Is <laughs> is that to keep you warm? The face mask? Yes. It's to keep you guys safe. Thank well, you. We brother. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I wasn't one to ever put one on before and you know, be the that guy, but it's probably for the best after yeah. the couple of weeks I've had. You're the man. You're, you're on, on the, the you're on you, the front lines. Yeah, you, you've been in the belly of the beast, bud. It's been it's been a long couple of weeks, yeah. long hours, huh? Yeah, and it's it's. I wouldn't even say work is harder. It's just stressful. It's everything's changed. Everything that you've known for. Everything you've known as a medical professional for the last fifteen, seventeen, eighteen years, whatever. How long it's been in Gettysburg? It's a. Uh, it's just changed. Hmm. Everything's Every- different. Yeah, it's longer, right? Everything's longer process. That's all. Yeah, because you have a little to more take, stressful. Yeah, taking precautions. These you're guys moving are slower, but not slow because you're got nothing to do. You're moving slower because you're being cautious. Well, extra steps in the yeah. process. Oh, and extra steps that makes sense mm, in I the guess. process to protect everybody. That's the thing. Speaking of extra steps, didn't you power wash yours the other day? Oh, yeah. 
I took 31 years of crap off of that. I've only, I think I only stained that since I've owned that house 15 years. I only did it once. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, that was like right before a Halloween party. Yeah. So you're saying it was half hearted. It wasn't done right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I I did it because I had to do it and I wanted to go fishing. So it was done quickly. Gotcha. This time it was done correctly. And what a facelift. It's a, you you power washed it first, right? I bought a new power washer. Aren't they nice? <laughs> I love can power I washers. That? I need that. I love power washers. We can. Here's the thing. I I was. I'm always in my life. Diesel, gas. You know, bigger motors, whatever. And yeah. then we went to. I'm getting a little older. I like a lighter bow. I like a kayak instead of a monster boat. Sure. You know, um, I bought an electric power washer, Did and you? I've always been against me. This thing is. A, Monster! It will eat <laughs> really? your foot off if you <laughs> hit your foot. <laughs> See, it's got a big battery. No, you plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah, it's got oh. a, it's got a circuit breaker so that if it, the cord would get wet, it just pops at the cord. It's, it's, an, it's an alternating current pressure washer. It's pretty incredible little tool. It actually took 31 years of crap and the old stain off the deck, and uh, we worked per, we worked pretty hard to restain everything. Here's the funny part. <clears throat> I think you saw some pictures. Yeah, I think I remember seeing some. I went down to the oil tank in the basement and uh, dug through some of the old paint cans and stain cans to find what I used last time. Uh-huh. Voila. There it is. After digging. Minwax. Yeah. How was it? When did you well, learn French? <laughs> I took that can to make it easy, you know, because everybody stays six feet away. I get it. I took it to uh, Home Depot. I need this. I said, give me this. Here, it has the numbers on it. Yeah. No problem. She said, this is pretty old. The numbers have changed. The name <laughs> has changed, but I I have it. I said, all right, cool. I thought that was odd considering it was just six years ago I half-assed this deck. So, turns out, as we went through the process of, you know, power washing the deck, letting it sit, it was really windy. It dried quick. As we started to restain every one of these one-by-one spindles and the railings first and hmm. Lacey said, this is really light. I went, it'll dry dark. Of course. It dried yeah. lighter. It was it not the right lighter. thing. <laughs> I got the wrong color by accident. So she, uh, which is why the bottom of the house is like a turquoise green, because I thought it was gray when I bought it. So I might be partially <laughs> colorblind, she yeah. said, too. Just tell her that's what it is. And Welcome then to Ryan's world. Here it, here <laughs> if you tell her that, then she'll apologize to you. Yeah. These, I've these, learned that these big like eight gallon. You got something going for you now. <laughs> these big like eight gallon buckets of stain. Turns out that was left there from the people I bought the house from oh. <laughs> like oh. fifteen years ago. Because wow. they left some paint and stuff in the basement, a couple extra tiles for the bathroom. Yeah. And so here's the wild thing, though. If you look at the before and after pictures, what a facelift. Yeah. And uh, Lacey loves the color, so accident turned good yeah it worked out and um so how much how satisfying is it with the power washer when you're blowing that stuff off and you can see the clean wood it's like a magic eraser yeah but with a gun it's so much fun to do that kind of stuff i wish we could power like hunt something with a power washer (laughs) just like wipe squirrels clean they take their hide take their (laughs) it's grime season boys (laughs) i mean you ever went squirrel hunting and you try to you know skin some squirrels we have to figure out how to use a power washer. Just be, all right, he's dead and he's skinned <laughs> and he's ready for the grill all in one shot. You got to get him close. Yeah. I think this new one I bought might do it. 
You were grilling nice. pretty heavy too the weekend that you're. We haven't talked about that much, have we? I got a trigger. Uh, I got a trigger. Uh, I got a trigger. Thank you to <laughs> one of my good friends in life. They hooked me up with a guy. Welcome. They got me a trigger. <laughs> Bucky's taking full credit. Okay, yes. Yeah. No, not no, 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 no. Welcome to the no, club. Welcome to the club. Oh, yeah. like, my life has been transformed well, because of it too. Of Bucky's like, you're welcome. No, no, not that I have enabled it, but you all did. Anybody who has a pellet grill has enabled it because I've I've eaten the smoked cheese with the smoke tube. Yeah. And I went for a long time without a grill. I look at things and wonder if I could grill it. Can I smoke? Can that? I smoke that? <laughs> <laughs> I put pistachios, which I just learned to say because I guess it's not pistachios. Pistachios. You had it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I put a pow of these things Mustachio. with some almonds. Almonds and pistachios on a on a cookie sheet. Yeah. Yeah. With that smoke tube. Mm. While you're doing your cheese, I those know. things are the most amazing. I didn't oh. think of that. Though they turn out so amazing. There's nothing you can't cold smoke. I took them pistachios to work, and the girls went nuts. They, like, literally. So, <laughs> I had I actually had somebody from like Plant Ops walk by and go, "Is there something on fire?" I'm like, "No, that's the, that's the nuts. They're hot. <laughs> They're so got hot some right hot now. nuts. Nothing on nuts. fire. <laughs> Just my nuts, bud." Yeah. I, I so here's the thing. There are some things in life where you feel like you should be like man shamed that you didn't pull the trigger earlier. I, I do because it it's transformed a lot of how we eat, and uh, a lot of the venison has become. I'm not going to say more edible, but all, honestly, it's more yeah. enjoyable to want to cook dinner and want like I'm excited now to thaw something the night before and then yeah. come home and actually cook it. Now, all of the side dishes that you would do, like when we had uh, the Deeper Boys out. Yes. Um, all those side dishes, I want to see that coming off your Traeger then. I'm not mm. so I'm not mm. a rookie at smoking things. I know. I'm just a rookie at the Traeger and pellet grills. So one of the things that I do like about it is it doesn't blow me up, A. A, it doesn't blow me up. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. always, yeah. A, good, yeah. it's plus. always a plus. Mm. I don't need binoculars to read the, the temperature gauge it. anymore. Yeah. And... I love how it makes my neighbors jealous. I haven't seen some of my neighbors in years. Oh, yeah? They're I don't know what they do, but they don't come around unless I'm cutting one of their trees down or doing something wrong. So but now with the smoke tube and the trigger running You're sending smoke signals. They come sniffing like hound yeah. like like Really? Yeah. Do you ever yeah. see that uh, Ratatilla movie, the cartoon? Oh, it's Ratatouille, yeah. Remember that little <laughs> yeah. rat that his nose goes all cattywampus? Uh-huh. There's people up at my mailbox looking at my yeah. porch going, what is that? It's ref, ref Jeff is poking his head around the corner. He is. Smokes pistachios. That gets him every time. <laughs> <laughs> so can we get real, though, just for a second? Go so, get real, yeah, man. We, we've spent some time. I think America has spent some time on this, and they just recently opened up... Uh, Gun shops for essentials. Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah. I've had a neighbor, namelessly, let's, so hypothetically, let's call him Jeff. Don't. Jeff has been a very good neighbor in supporting me and being a hunter, even though he doesn't like it. Um, he's even able to help me hang one of my deer or two, you know, late at night when I had no nobody around. Sure. To. That's yeah. nice. <clears throat> However, he's very anti-gun. Doesn't like guns. He don't think we should have them. There's no reason to have them. There's cops, blah, blah, blah. And and he's a neighbor, so we we coexist. Says a dude who lives in a gated community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
he uh he showed up at my house uh Saturday morning when I was working on that that stained porch when oh, I was yeah. power washing. Interested. He want to help you. He no, yeah, he wanted to know how to use his new shotgun that he, oh. he brought it over. Mm. So it was a big eye opener to me on how things can change rapidly <clears throat> when there's no toilet paper on the shelves yeah. and no meat and people start to wonder how far will this rabbit hole go yeah. with yeah. this corona thing? What wasn't essential for somebody yesterday may be essential today or important. But so it opened my eyes to there are things in life to me that are not important. They're just not important. Video gaming to me is not important. It's not essential to life. However, if you're quarantined to your house and you're doing what you're supposed to do, maybe that's what you do to pass the time. So I, I can't down anything anymore that might be not important to me, but important to somebody else. Sure. Um, it's just food for thought for people who may What's not agree say? with gun owners. Yeah. There may come a time that you might want it. Even if nothing else, it's a peace of mind to have it. I Did like- you give him a little once over on the, on the shotgun? He was very, very green. I gave him four or five over, uh, over okay. and over. Yeah, just yeah. I made sure that. So what's that button again? It's called the safety. Yeah, yeah. Catfish is your man. If you need to figure out the mechanics of a of a shotgun, here you can't just do it though. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying this is odd, but it was my time to be Uncle Hank. To me. When I was a kid, because when I asked Uncle Hank sure. about coon hunting whenever I was a kid and how blue tick works, he didn't just tell me. It was a process. Yeah. Yeah. He would sit down like he had polio in one leg. So he, he would reach down, <laughs> grab his leg and like put it in the right spot to make sure the lighting was right to smoke his pipe. He sat underneath his owl. He kept in a cage behind his back. And then he would make sure he set the mood to explain to you. This is coon hunting. It's not just we're run, not running around with dogs chasing them. Like Leg it was with a polio thing. and an owl over his shoulder. He sounds like he was a wizard in Harry Potter. <laughs> he <was>. pretty much <laughs> nice. So I did the same thing. So I was, yeah, Jeff, come on in. I'd stop everything I'm doing. Give me a second. Sat down, grabbed my tobacco. I sat down <laughs> just right. Made sure I grabbed one of my shotguns. Yeah. Set it over my lap. Started polishing it. It's like I felt like saying. Have a seat, son. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to baptize you into the world of Mossberg. <laughs> There's more to know than where the trigger is. So was it was re- cool. Was we, he we receptive? Had, was he, he receptive? Was, yeah, yeah we, had a, we had a great morning. Good, yeah. good. And it made me feel important. You know, uh, sure. you know your basic knowledge of uh, firearms is taken for granted when you grow up with Absolutely. it. So Absolutely. to somebody else, you're... Uh, what comes? You're an expert. Yeah. What comes? You know, second nature to us, which we automatically do. Someone has no idea. What I no was idea. most proud of was the fact that I'm not saying he swallowed his pride, but he did the right thing and he asked. He asked somebody that knew instead yeah. of just buying it and putting it next to the bed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's that's good for um. Good for him. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying it's perspective so yeah well at least he he did reach out and try to find out you make a good point i mean it wasn't shortly after my lesson was over then he asked so what was on the smoker yeah so (laughs) (laughs) so that smoker what's on there you should have told him it's it's a lot easier to explain how a lot of this stuff works with a shotgun while you run this uh power washer Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the, the shotgun and the power washer are very similar. Here, put this in your hand. Pull you could the trigger. have taught him about aiming and trigger pull. Yeah, <laughs> wax it's, on, wax off. It's so amazing how none of us have ever seen anything like this in our lifetime. It's no, totally absolutely new. not. 
it's funny. Jeff's perception not only changed, mine did. I mean, I'm sitting here. I haven't, I haven't seen my face since 1996, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even have a mustache. So, my perception of how important my beard was to me compared to keeping you guys, my wife, safe, my, you know, myself. Yeah. I I had to call a brother and and talk myself down because me being aggressive about um, being discriminatory about my beard for years. Uh-huh. Yeah. It changed my perception on it. This this whole thing, um, watching these sick people, they don't care about my beard, and I can't help them with it. Um, I can't help Lacey if I get sick. So I started. I called. I called Will, and we talked, and he said to me, and it, that's the number one thing that stuck to me. As the night that I cut my beard off, I was pacing around the house, whining like a kindergartner to my wife and i kept going in and out of the bathroom 10 times before i cut it off are you saying like a kindergartner because you look like one now or that's exactly right all right will was right you know in this time in life it's the man thing to do is to take care of people and the, the beard is it doesn't define me it's second nature um what yeah. I do in the next few weeks to help other people oh, yeah. is way more Well, important. that goes without saying. You shouldn't. But it took Will Absolutely. to tell me that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to, I mean, you say different things. I believe that it's, your beards are like part of your armor, your protection. Like It was. I it feel different. Well, it doesn't let bugs get to you. Right. To your, you know, it, it, there's a lot of studies that go both ways as far as like, how sanitary they are and this and that. Um, I'm but sorry. It, I thought what meant what bugs you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> people talking about yeah unsanitary beards bug me. But there's there's studies that go both ways. But in this particular time, I just it's so stressful. Like any kind of change at all outside of your norm is stressful. But this is like extra over the top beyond stressful for everyone and i think the manly thing to do honestly is just if it if it helps you know someone you know get it just just shave it off it's not gonna it helped a lot of people yeah Yeah. there was a lot of people stressing over my beard at the hospital um and i saw it more and more every day and it's hard for me to tell those i mean i can't get into that but i could I know the perception of the people I've worked with for 15 years. I, I could tell. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, and, and to be honest with you, it was pretty epic. I mean, it, that was as long as it's been in a while. That might have been my longest beard yet. Yeah. yeah. So. Is it through, what, two years? Two and throw us three-year-old beard. Yeah. Post-burn. However, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, my perception's changed. But if you're fighting with an issue in life... You know, it's that's what's nice to have a brother to call. I talked it over with Lacey, and Lacey said, "Oh hell no, don't you know cutting it off because I'll divorce you." So I made her cut it off. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. Hell me, she can't, can't divorce herself. <laughs> you have a loving wife when your loving wife tells you that you're much better looking with a beard. So hopefully the coronavirus goes away quickly. So God bless her heart. <laughs> Did she say that, that before love- you shaved or after? Both. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a loving wife, bud. She is. She's. She picked on me. All. Here's the wild thing. It does change a person because I haven't seen, I've never shaved my mustache off. That was my virgin mustache. I've never cut it off. So maybe it might grow back thicker. There you go. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. 
However, I went to the hospital. <laughs> say that. At the hospital today, I've people I've worked with for 10, 15 years, they've turned around and they heard my voice and they went, I didn't even know that was you. I heard you. And, you know, I, t- I was like, oh, I had to tell you, people came over and took their mask off and was like, oh my God, like, is that you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I broke sterile field a bunch of times today in the hallway, you know. So that's, that's just, just it. it. Yes, Shaving the me. beard shaved a couple of people, but it also put a few in danger. I just want to point that uh, out. Friends of mine. Not <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it's odd, but I, I would like Who's to get through this. As, <laughs> I'd like to get through it as quickly and easily as possible. So Sure. I, don't, I, I want to be there to help people, but I can't do it if I'm getting animosity and grouchiness yeah. towards me for no well, reason. Of course. And Will said it. I've, I've, we've been through stressful things. I've been through really stressful ditches in my things. life. I've seen a couple things. I've never seen the stress level like this where friends are, best friends are fighting. They still get the job done at the end of the day, but it's it's sad and it's, it's different. Yeah, I, th- I think everyone's learning a little bit something different about themselves. Like you had, you had a, a, you know, a situation and a, you know, an added stress in your life and everyone has a different perspective on what's important to them and a different outlook on what's important to them. And some of that is, is being tested and what, and, mm-hmm. and what is important, you know? So, um, I think, I think this is terrible as you know, what's going on. But, um, in the end, I think a lot of people are going to grow from it. They're going to learn a little bit about themselves and, yeah. and put it's, in priority. I think they already you are. Know? Yeah. If you look yeah. at the positive sides of it, there are so many people outside doing things together, walking, hiking, fishing. Namaste. They're they're not on their phones in their yes. houses. They're outside living life more than ever. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's very true. I mean, you go through something like this. I've never seen more people walking. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, we sure. live in we live in an area. You hear a lot of stuff on the news about stay inside, don't even go outside for walk. Those are, you know, those are things that they're telling people that live in very heavily populated areas Correct. right if you live in downtown new york city you don't want to go for a out. stroll but we live in the country right so it's actually good for you to go out and get some of that fresh air Correct. i have never seen the volume of people walking i mm-hmm. had a hard time driving through like me to get here i had huh. to drive yeah, around i can only people. imagine and uh you know logan was over at the, at the dam in the marina earlier you know fishing when he called me before i came here and he said there must be 50 people out fishing, you know, and that's just wow. unheard of for this time of year there. Yeah. Place is going to get fished out. <laughs> people must have saw our Instagram where I hashtag that get out here, and they took it to heart. <laughs> they took it to heart. <laughs> yeah. You can it, only be cooped up so, yeah. so long. It can really open up another aspect of you, too, your inventiveness whenever you're stuck somewhere. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's there are people right now trying to figure out how to invent the new toilet paper, the new M95 mask, the new. If you look at like wave pads, they're making face shields right now for the country, for all over the country, out of their wave pads. Um, wow. And you know they're they're literally just big face shields, but we need those, and they're out of them everywhere. I think that it's cool that there's a lot of guys that are just. There's some things that I wanted to do or tinker with, or I had this idea and I never had the time to do it, and this forces them to do it or be bored. I'm going to boil it down, Catfish. People are less distracted. People are able to focus on good things that affect everybody. 
and and people are figuring out things. How can I fix this for the now? For the and and I I find it reaffirming because we want to take care of each other. Yeah. That's the natural instinct. Sure. Yeah, I agree. That is something that I'm seeing in everybody at every level. What can I do? Everybody's willing. Nobody's being at. There's been a long time a since hole. help that neighbor. True. Help, help thy mm-hmm. neighbor was something our parents grew up with. And um, that's coming back. You know, the Bible says help thy neighbor. And I'm seeing it. Like I'm seeing in a time of need people helping each other, at least in my area. Um, and people doing cutbacks. So playing check, playing chess, not checkers. I haven't had, because I'm still working, a lot of things haven't changed for me yet. As far as I'm getting up and I'm going to work and I'm making my paycheck and this and that. So things haven't changed for me yet, but I see I see the change coming. There's hours being lost. There's less procedures. So I started making those chess moves early. I bought my first bag of coffee in my life instead of spending money on Monster. I Here's, here's a really good survival tip for people. Breakfast food, waffles, pancakes mix, things like that. Syrup lasts forever. Yeah. And those meals last almost all day. An egg sandwich will get you through an entire 12-hour day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just an egg sandwich. Two pieces yeah. of bread and an egg. You throw a little protein extra Bre- besides yes. the egg. egg. Like Bre- a sausage. Breakfast food in general can be cheaper and last longer. Yeah. <clears throat> and it tastes better on breakfast. But if you avoid the frozen food section and go to the area where you can make it yourself, yeah, that's the other thing. All the frozen foods... Um, they're gone. That's yeah, the, fir- that's the first thing to go. Uh huh. You know, and it's like if you just go a couple aisles over, you can get all of those same ingredients to make that yourself from scratch. That stuff was there the whole time. Like yep. everybody's talking about empty shelves. That's all the ready-made stuff. I I was to your point. Uh-huh. It was so funny. Like when this first started going down, I said to Leanna, "Oh, we should probably go out and get bread." And uh, we honestly haven't bought bread in <laughs> two years yeah because leanna makes it she makes it yeah, sure and i thought to myself like how funny is this thought process that i have I to do go- that? I'm like oh yeah that, and, you know she makes it so and then i thought to myself how bad does it have to get for people to actually buy flour yeah and, we're, <laughs> and the store runs out <laughs> of flour was, there was pallets full of flour it's well here's the wild people like i wish we could talk to dan wilwack right now about this but we should call him. He doesn't want bread. He wants Bannock. He'll make there, it. <laughs> as I'm walking through the store and there's things missing, like there's certain sections missing, and this is early on, you mm-hmm. know, uh, this past week, there are things that are on the shelves that to me were essential that I thought would have been gone. The peanut butter. Peanut butter lasts forever, and it's, you know, really good. You know, it's it's a good thing to buy for long term. Yeah. All, like I said, all the Bisquick, all the flour, right? All that stuff that can make pancakes, waffles, whatever. I could go on and on. There was, like, all the canned soup was gone. Um, there were just things that I looked at that went, like the beard oil. It was all there. I needed that then. Now I got all this extra beard oil. These essential things that I thought for survival, which yeah. was weird because we did have a lot of, like, survival long-term things, and I did have a thing of beard oil, and I went, that's for Lacey. So that's, uh, I just, I don't think today's, and I, and I don't want people to hate me for saying this, but I don't think today's world was really ever went through a depression or anything and knows 
Nope. These foods last a very long time. They may not be your top choice for dinner, but they're high in protein, they're high in carbs, whatever. They last a longer bit of time, and you can keep them for months. Those types of items I found still sitting on the shelves where yeah. the ready-made soups were gone. Um, powdered milk. There was no milk, but there was powdered milk for days. People yep. don't even know what powdered milk is anymore. Yeah. Now, if you go from like our parents' generation, they've been through some stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, there was Legionnaire's disease when it came through, and there were there were a couple of instances where there were maybe not on this scale, right. but there were scares like this. There were pandemics and things like that that they've they've lived through. There are generations behind that that have never had to worry about what is the shelf stable food that I have to consider what what are the long term effects of some of this stuff I too was thinking about this, that the other day this the world is going to come out I'm I'm going to speak specifically for America but the world itself I think is coming out on the other side of this a better place because people are going to start thinking about this shit it isn't always just Oh well, it, I'll just run out and get that whenever I want. We had it yeah. so good for so yeah. long that it's we gonna make people just take pause yeah. and really reflect. I, yeah. I, there's funny, like even think about the Great Depression, right? And and so back then they said how hard it was, and there was lines forever for simple things, gas and and, and everything. Uh, the, that's when people had gardens. That's when people had livestock. That, like, none of us have that now. I mean, it's right. a very small, right. you know, situ- uh, portion of the population that have, you know, that have that kind of sustainability, you know. So Such- small format in the backyard type yeah. of thing. Yeah, nobody does that. So, I mean, we're very, very reliant on on grocery stores and everything. It's just, this is a call. This is a wake-up call yeah. for sure. It's not, it would not be a bad thing to grab a goat or two and a couple dozen chickens just to have them. Like, right. th- that mentality now was... You mean after this is over or from the one down the street that I saw? There's a, there's a farm at down the street. Grab Should I grab their one. goat? Both. Okay. <laughs> Pillage that farm when we're done here. <laughs> but I, th- I, th- I think some of the times Ryan was talking about was like the Cuban Missile Crisis and times where the U.S. didn't get along so well with with russia when yeah. our parents were younger and there were times where there wasn't much when i grew up we didn't have those times but i grew up with not much money my grandmother would make liver and onions and that's what we ate and you ate it i don't care if you liked it you didn't go out till you finished your plate that mentality is no longer around either you yeah. finish your plate or you're not going to play and you sat there until you either fed it to the dog under the table or you ate it <laughs> right but yeah. Because grandma knew the importance of food. Right. You know, so. Yeah, that's the other thing. You didn't leave food on your plate. Yep. That's yeah. a very good point. One thing that I, I have a new appreciation for, and I, I'm glad I was brought up the way that I was brought up as a, as a sportsman and an outdoorsman. I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I have uh, one coworker that um, grew up in Western Maryland, he knew friends and had gone on hunting trips and had, you know, been on drives, but he never, he kind of lost that when he got into later years of high school and college and, and, and had an interest to, uh, to hunt. And he's the only person that, uh, I, I took him out last fall as a, as a, an adult, as a mentor, but other than he, 
no other person in, in my clinic or my coworkers hunt or fish. And I've heard so many times recently, man, if, if, if the stuff hits the fan, I know I'm going to picks. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I, they say that in jest, but I, I'm so glad that I know and I have the knowledge. Bass. (laughs) (laughs) We're having bass stew tonight, boys. That's all you can catch. I'm so glad I have the knowledge and, and the, and, and the intel and the tools to be able to be somewhat self-sufficient you yeah. know i said well i i got man i, I have a, a freezer that is nothing but wild game yeah, yeah but that I, I, you know but you can't afford a whole town to come over to your house no 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 but i know situation either though bud. i know but i know that i can sustain for myself and my wife and my family being in the shadow is not a bad thing though if you do have a lot of of uh yeah and they, and I said, well, in jest to follow up with them, I said, well, you you may want to call and let oh, me know hell, you're coming first. Right. Just don't yeah. come knocking on the door because because they know that if <laughs> if worse comes to worse, I can go out and and have the skills to fend more food for more food. I, and and the thing yeah. is, there's going to be you know in a situation like this that would continue the way we're going or even potentially get worse. Heaven forbid, there are those who would try to survive. And then there are those who would thrive. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think what we're saying is we're on one the, side of that coin. The, the sportsman and the outdoorsman and the, the life that we live and yeah. we love is not I – mean, and, and like Bucky said, it's, it's kind of like a, a primal – kind of feeling like it's, so it's what we do and maybe that's a that's an, an incentive to say you know what if this ever happens again god forbid let me take you hunt yeah. let me show you let me well, let me do what catfish did and educate his neighbor or me, me i'm or, not sure i'm to, or, i'm not sure i'm will. to the point yet of taking jeff turkey hunting and showing him how to but yeah. when the grocery stores are empty but, yeah then it's a possibility of going you can come along if you be quiet but like Ryan said, hopefully on the hopefully on the other side of this, people will have a new respect or maybe have a desire to say, you know what, pick would you would you help me? Yeah, I, I think I, I understand uh, a little bit of why you hunt and why you fish, and yeah. it's not it, it's, it, a, it's a conservation tool. It also is pro- for providing for my family, for my wife, for my children, and, and I want to be able to do that. When if, things if, when things don't come as easy. There are people out there that will go, hmm, maybe I should learn how to start a fire. Yeah, and there are yeah. going to be guys. Sure. I actually believe there are people like Dan Wilwack that this is going to help his business down the road. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to take his school more than ever, um, believe it or not. So we're in the current what we're doing this week, and this turned into a whole. <laughs> However, I think it's important. you know, And I want to share, if, if, if our listeners don't know, um, you know, pick works in healthcare, and uh, you know Phil works in healthcare, and Will works in healthcare, and I work in healthcare. I don't. Ryan needs healthcare. So. <laughs> a good bit of it. We're here for you, bud. But, <laughs> however, in the different aspects of all of our knowledge, it can be really crazy that if whether it's healthcare or right now out outside, if you don't work together and you can make a stressful situation way more stressful with an attitude problem. Yeah, sure mm-hmm. can. If you can take your stress level from 80 to 18, mm-hmm. goals become accomplished more quickly and more efficiently. And that's whether you're 10 weeks from now, if we're out of food, don't stress. Remain calm. Look at one goal at a time and complete it. 
And if that takes the help from somebody like Pick, then then do that. And Pick very well may need your help as well. So, you know, work together. He probably will. I I don't know everything. Stress, stress. Help him with the Wi-Fi earlier. Stress doesn't help anything. (laughs) You know what's the craziest thing that I've learned about me through this? What's that, bud? The higher the stress level gets, the lower mind gets. Yeah, really. You're trained. I thought you were going to tell us about that training. The more that that mole on your upper lip, yeah, you didn't see before. The one on the side of my face where Lacey punched me right here, or smack. I mean, not punched me, smacked me with the skillet, whatever it was the other night. Oh boy. (laughs) I hate I hate you without a beard smack. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't realize I still had a scar on the side of my face till I took the beard off. Oh yeah. However, mm-hmm. listen, it altogether seriousness. I think that let's let's say hypothetically this thing would happen to get worse and people get sicker. It can happen. You know, love thy brother, help thy neighbor, yep. and stay low stress, and you will get through it. The more you stress, the less you accomplish, and that's. I've learned that. The the more that you complain, the less you're getting done. So I think a lot of things, too, that it's going to help people with down the road mm-hmm. is, and I'll be honest with our listeners, because uh, I, I wasn't, I don't live paycheck to paycheck, but I'm not financially ready for this. So I don't have three months of money put away. I now have learned my lesson on that, and that will yeah. be a priority of mine. Um because I, I may be able to get through this, but I may not be able to help my dad because I don't have it. And that won't be – I won't make that same mistake after right. this again. Yeah. I think there's a lot of lessons people are going to learn, yep. that's, and that's one of them. I, I, one like of them. I said, we had it so good for so long it's that like I didn't War think II. it would happen. Yeah. So I feel like we're learning some lessons from World War II like our grandparents learned. Yeah. Um, well, we can be blessed that it's, A, warm weather. Yeah. And it's not – dumping feet of snow and we can also be blessed that it is a, a low you and, know, a low rate a, a very low percentage of people that are, are very 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 sick or dying from it so it could already, be a lot worse we've already been highly trained we're highly supplied we're a country of know-how i just want to give a message of hope this country is the best country in the world we can do it We've done it during World War II. This is a situation just like it, guys. We learn how to put things aside. Our wants become needs sometimes. you got to put the wants for the needs. Set your wants aside. Yes. For what you need. For what you need. And sometimes we sacrifice. I can pull back here to give my neighbor this. Uh, yes. And, I'm already doing that. And, You're right. And, and, and like I've said for the last two weeks, if I have two rolls of toilet paper, I will give you my last roll. You've been if trying I, to give that toilet paper away for about I will two weeks, d- I but, remember. But that's my metaphor, I'm out guys. Of yeah. uh, that's you my know metaphor. What I've been doing? Blue towels. Blue towels. Blue towels. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Wet grass. We can get through it. There's a special feeling on your fingertips that God gave you on purpose, so in the dark you know which way the pine cone's facing. You know, speaking of once, speaking of once, it's either a scoop or a swipe, so it meets your choice. But I, I want to land my plane here, guys. Land there, Bucky. We are Americans, and Americans have overcome 
much more than what we're facing right now. Much, yeah. much more. Much more complicated. My Uncle Hank would say he'd stick his polio leg up your ass. He'd out-hike most people in the world. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what I love about America. And we've done it. We'll do it again. And we'll do it again. And we'll do it again. I, I'm, yeah, you're right. I, I just, I'm sorry I'm stuck. I want to tell everybody in the world about Uncle Hank's three-legged coon dog and his one-legged hiking all night. So... Well, sp- speaking of wants and Some needs, tough old boys back. well, th- to follow up your wants and needs, um, I-, I wants and need some more um, plastic swim baits. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys got some. Ryan, have you have you had any? I thought I heard about some hot nuts. Speaking. Have of- you <laughs> have you had had any chance to pour a, a, a few more plastic swim baits? I got I got a couple extra plastic swim baits for you guys. I got some clear bellies and some yellow bellies. I, I love the yellow, yellow bellies. Mm-hmm. And the good news is, I have been doing a little bit more pouring of soft plastics. And the even better news. Hey. No more issues. No more broken glass? I have not had to worry about a single hunk of glass for quite some time. Hunks of glass? Isn't that the calendar that Stevie was uh, asked to be a part of? (laughs) (laughs) Hunks of glass. glass. (laughs) I think he was going to be Mr. March (laughs) for the try to control. That would be a good calendar. (laughs) You know, I got so you, I so got turned down by chunks of glass. So you poured some yellow bellies. I did pour some yellow bellies. Now things are good. We're getting ready to order some new stuff. Can you melt these together like this? Oh, I mean, we could. I mean, nobody's done it yet. The double just, barrel. We got a heat gun. What kind of hook would you run through that? Should should we take a look that? at that. Should Pat, we cut pending that? rewind. Hushy, hushy. Yeah. Sh- 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 <laughs> Top seat. Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> Just say patent pending and we're good. Did you get something to heat the plastic up with that isn't glass? No. Oh, I thought Still that's where it. you were going with no glass. No, no hunks of glass. Okay. He didn't touch any metal. The calendar. Hunks the, of glass. Hunks of glass. This, the, the calendar? The, the calendar or the Pyrex? The show art for this had better be Stevie with hunks of glass and Speedo or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll Photoshop it if you need be. Don't tell them. Well, that's what we're going to be using, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. March. Mr. March. The hunk of glass. The hunks of glass calendar, 2020. <laughs> oh, that needs to happen. This is my Pyrex Easter. <laughs> That's what you get when you don't show up. Yeah. I love it. I missed you, boys. Am I allowed to say that on the air? I haven't yeah. seen you in a while. You're loud. I'll edit it out. <laughs> no, you're right. But I love you. Well, I don't tell people beep, beep, beep. that. Rewind. So I hate you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the swim baits pouring's been going pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, just leave it up to the professionals, you know, but... I think it's cool you're pushing through just as well. Oh yeah, we're. I mean, I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not putting anybody out of business. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, it's it's a hobby. It's a passion pursuit. It's one of those deals. I really like the idea of doing things from time to time. Yeah, I've made a few custom made bowstrings in my life, and trust me, zebra twist is not sweating me having a string jig over in the corner. I bet. You know what I mean. Nobody's worried about me stepping on their toes when I start into one of my adventures. I've seen other people pour these baits. Yeah. I tried it once or twice myself. These are as good as anything I've seen other people doing right now. Let me ask you a question. 
All right. Have you caught a fish on anything you've made yet? Not yet. That's going to be the feeling that comes along with that. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. I was just going to say, there, gonna there's got to be, be something special when about I, catching I something hope. on your own you, bait. Because a bunch of us now have well, your soft plastic. Everybody at the table has some. Bucky has pocketfuls. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure of that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm sold. I think everybody should try to catch something with them, and we'll see how it goes. Well, Brian, real quick before we run out of time, you've been uh, keeping busy, staying safe? Yeah. I, I've spent the, the last... Uh, last couple weekends out doing some trout fishing down in maryland and then of course our turkey season's coming in so i've been putting uh putting some boots on the ground trying to find some birds uh a good friend of mine chris and i went out to some private ground he's uh there's a couple areas of, of private ground uh west of where i live uh, there's a couple patches that are about a thousand or so acres and then uh, green ridge state forest is uh i think it's like 24 or 25,000 acres. So it's a wow. big, That's big, big uh, patch of private, or I'm sorry, public ground in Maryland. And uh, it's uh, it's heavily hunted. Yeah. Um, so it, it's tough to kill I've a bird. There. Yeah. It, it, it's it's some uh, some tough ground uh, as far as topography. But uh, it can be steep. done. It, it, yeah. It, it can be. We've, we've been out there a few times. Um, and, uh, and this last weekend, we were out doing some scouting and. Um, Saw some scratching, yeah. and uh, saw some 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 turkey sign. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I've I've been out a little bit. How much does that scratching mean? It, like it's, it just does it mean it's like finding the, a, a shed antler? You know that they were there at one they, point. Yeah, you can't yeah. find a more turkeyer place than that. How much are they are they going to come back to that, or is that just a once and done kind well, of situation? Yeah, they, they usually hang out at a certain place where they scratch early before mating season. If they're making scratching, it's kind of like a midday stopping point for them. Right. You, you know that there are birds in the area. If you go out and you're not seeing any scratching, it's probably a good chance that there's not many birds in, in that general vicinity. I mean, they, they roost, they go to water, and then they feed. Um, that during the the... the, the the mating season, and when the when the uh, females are receptive, that may change a little bit. Right. Um, but uh, you know, um, you're in the general area, and so that's a good place to start. Whether it be in the evening, putting the, them to roost and, and hearing them gobble, or or going in the morning uh, when they're still on the roost and, and they're going to be you know gobbling on the roost. So yeah. uh, once you find that scratch, and at least you can narrow it down to you know. A square mile versus, you know, a mountain twenty four thousand acres. Like, yeah, mm. so it, it kind of uh, shrinks your, your. Uh, it's a good place you, to start listening. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we uh, okay. saw some turkey sign and and uh, got a nice hike in. Uh, um, Here's a question. You got a question? Wait a tick. Guys like you that are out <laughs> preseason scouting come across a big old hillside of scratchings. Yeah. You guys make a note of your location and then quickly kick over the leaves on top of the scratchings <laughs> so that the next guy doesn't find them. Just it's, curious. That's why you carry a asking for it. a friend. It, um, I, I haven't <laughs> done it. I haven't done it. the The area that we were we were walking through or to, uh, there happened to be a trail camera there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so again, when you have public ground, I, I've I'm fortunate uh, to have some some private ground that I've hunted on for the last 15 years. I, I really don't have to worry about that. So the, the type of hunting is is completely different. And so when I'm, you know, walking on 
public ground and and I see a trail camera, that's that goes into my memory banks and saying, well, somebody else knows that this is a area where there's birds at too. So, uh, you can, you can scout all you want, locate birds, know where they're at that first day, that first weekend, that first week, uh, another person could completely just destroy or change Blow that whole plane plane out of the water. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I'm glad turkey season is is five weeks yeah. long or so, and not five days. Um, so, uh, and, and the birds change. The birds change. Pressured birds. I move heard that. Somewhere else. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so playing Steve on that one. Yeah. I don't think we've ever spoke of that, but I know that I can point around this table. Trail camera fan. Trail camera fan. Trail camera fan. Talk about trail camera fans. Between you guys, you've got some trail cameras out. I think that was probably in the beginning my biggest turnoff on trail cameras was when I was younger, I spent a lot of time, a lot more time in the woods. I hate when I find a trail camera, and it's not because I know somebody else is hunting there. I don't like being watched. I'm in the woods to get away from the world. I get out there, and somebody's looking at me. So And so... I had to, so we we talk about adapting in the world. So now, in this day and age, if you want to take a leak in the woods, you got to look around, make sure there's not a trail camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Well, (laughs) it's cold out most days. So, you know, and anything goes on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. This camera. If I see a camera, instantly I all of a sudden have to go. It's funny. Didn't Didn't we take pictures? Yeah, never mind. I think we did that in front of one of Bucky's cameras on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> this camera was a cell camera, so he 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 got us right away. It's, yeah. It automatically takes a picture and sends I, a notification. And I get it. It's it's a tool. Yeah, and it's a good yeah. tool. I I just I don't like being watched in the woods and in public land. I think they're everywhere. So here's the thing. So you actually become, you spend your life learning how to look for tracks and and deer poo and and you know crossings on creek beds and, and broken branches whatever no it's a new skill that i've had to obtain to now my eyes are looking for those as well yeah i'm constantly scanning for those when i'm walking through the woods uh you know because i i've always had this weird special gift to be able to pick a tree stand out in the woods um they just don't match the woods especially ladder stands yep um, I could pick them out right away, and then I would say, you know, walking with Lacey or whatever, and be like, "Hey, where's the tree stand?" and let them find it. You know, whatever. Right. Um, it's a good skill to to help with. But I didn't think later in life that I would have to learn a whole nother skill to find out who's watching me. Yeah. So, but you're right, Ryan. Maybe I have to take that a little more lighthearted and start to walk up and make funny faces and. I'm going to carry oh, notes. Public and different. Man, that's yeah. absolutely the best yeah. thing you can do. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll take that to heart and make it lighter hearted. I'm going to start carrying notes in my back pocket and hold them up in front of them. And, <laughs> sometimes know, I know for, who you are and things like that. Sometimes for me, uh, um, that could be a little extra motivation where if I know s- someone has a trail camera there, they know that it could be a productive spot. Then my mind is, I wonder if I can do something to outsmart this guy and be successful and he not. Tell you what, best bet, find that trail camera, look for the tree stands or the uh, the trees that would be good spots for tree stands, uh-huh. and then hunt downwind of them about 100 yards. Yeah. 
Is that right? Be pretty successful, I'll bet. <laughs> but stand a good chance, is any? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. deer come through. The ones he's been getting pictures of, they bust they him. Do. They'll be they downwind do hundred yeah. yards. How many cameras you running, brother? Five right now. And how yeah. many pictures have you had of dudes? Now you're on a private property. Uh, every time, every time I, I have uh, pulled my cameras, I have somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Does, does does that person even know that they're got a picture of them? I'm sure. I'm. Or is I it like I mean, a picture of them back walking away from it? Or? No, it's just walking by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're. I they gotta see them because they're pretty close. I'm pretty happy that they're respectful with them. You know that they haven't done anything with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that that goes back to what the jokes I was making with Catfish. Like you should be making funny faces. You should be holding up little signs, uh, pose. Do to, something yeah. to let the but camera owner know. Don't be a douchebag about it. Like, yeah. don't yeah. be taking people's cameras. Don't be damaging people's cameras. They do though. Yeah, I I had I, I had four really expensive cameras when they first came out. Moultrie's back in the day, and I put them out. Two of them got stolen. One of them got broken, and the other one somebody stole an SD card out of. And that was all in one year, and I, and uh, that yeah. was on two different properties. Yeah, and I, I just kind of got a sour for, taste for yeah. them the first year I bought them. It was a lot of money to waste. But I uh, think for the most part, though, people are respectful. I'm just saying, enjoy it. I think it's a new culture nowadays <laughs> with it yeah. than it first was. But to your point, Brian, that it is a, it's an indication that somebody else thinks that it's, uh, you know, yeah, pretty pretty good likelihood that there's some wildlife yeah. here. Number one, it's a, it's a confirmation that someone's watching the same area that I'm watching. And number two, again, my mind Figure is like, you know what? I want to, yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to be able to, even though I know somebody else is hunting there, see if I can harvest something. Has anybody ever taken them. their camera out and set it up three feet away to take a picture of the other dude's camera? <laughs> no, but that I, I would be classic to, to yeah, see no. who's checking that trail camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. And and well, I, and I thought too. I I said to my buddy Chris, I said uh, it was and it was right on the trail. It wasn't if I were to place a trail camera out, it wouldn't have been in that spot. Just it was it, it was like facing the trail, correct. And I thought, I wonder if he he or she is using it to see how much foot traffic is coming in and out of this clearing because we were walking through and on the other side uh, at the end of this trail there was a beautiful clearing uh you know bur- it, kind of like a, a strutting field i thought sure. man why would he not have this camera facing the opposite direction on this field where potentially birds are going to be out in the field and strutting and uh, i thought maybe he or she is looking to see what type of foot traffic is there so uh he may not even you know what spot and game every people you guys yeah. have inspired me I'm not going into the woods anymore this year without a backpack that has a trail camera mm-hmm. with a full set of batteries yeah. and a little handwritten sign that says, your move. <laughs> <laughs> I am going the first trail camera I come across. I'm going to make sure it takes that picture, and then I'm going to hang my trail camera directly right across from it. It's going to be good. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> It's that a, is awesome. That, that is good, yeah, gonna be good stuff. The only classic thing that that hunter could do is put a second trail camera out, facing yours on a different on the other side. Oh, with, a, with another side. Don't give me any more ideas. Next, it's like a game of chess. Check now. and make. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. I, I did hear two birds gobbling the other day. So yeah. I, when I was staying in the porch, it's remember I texted there. y'all that 
this dog barked, and then this yeah, gobbler rang off, and then this dog barked, and this go- and I took a walk to try to see if I get close to him. Yeah, I couldn't, but boy, they were talkative. Yeah. It was a warm, warm day though. It's getting to be about that time of year. Yeah, I picked out a spot to go listen for birds. Like I don't, I don't. So when I get up on the mountain, we just have like a little, like uh, clearing that we're just a parking spot, mm-hmm. yeah. and we usually listen from there. And uh, I, I kind of figured out a place where I can, if I get up to that spot and sit, I can start to triangulate where the birds actually are because I can, I, I can hear them, you know, di- at different spots. Sure. But until I'm up there, I, I'm not. There's a bunch of birds. And they all sh- once they shut up, then they shut up, and I have no clue where they are. But if I can at least get to that one spot, one time, without you know spooking anybody, I think that I can start to really triangulate where some birds are. You just have to go in early. How, I was going to say, how early in the morning are you going in? Uh, wherever, where? whenever I have to go in. That's but I haven't done it yet because okay. I was like locating that spot. Right. Okay. But. I can, uh, based on my property lines and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, because what, what I'm finding out right now, the, the, the property that I hunt behind the house, they're, they're gobbling their heads off on the roost, and when they hit the ground, done. they're done. Yeah. Now, when we were out on that public ground, we showed up out there at about quarter to eight. This dude was on the ground, and as soon as we got to the little parking area, we opened the doors and, and you know, closed uh, quietly shut our doors and and we heard a couple geese go over and that lit this guy off yep, yep. the geese after he the geese were gone about every minute to two minutes he was still hammering and and i knew by eight thirty he was already on the ground it's funny you say this it's I, I don't like to give away the best kept secrets in the world but a goose call Here's one. It's coronavirus here. I'll give you. A, I'll give you. A, <laughs> it's a freebie. A diamond in your back pocket. You carry a goose call with you in turkey season instead of an owl call. Uh huh. Really. Uh huh. Especially on an on, in an evening hunt in the second two weeks, they hate geese flying over them. Huh. Hate yep. it. Yep. And all you got to do is ring out a honk or two, and he will fire back at that. They don't like geese flying over. And there's other things, too. Yeah, like keep I, that in mind. There is no dog barking call, but they don't like dogs barking either. Like, they, they seem to always gobble with dogs barking. Um, That's where I hear the ones across the street from the, time to the time. Trick yep. to, the trick I find to turkey hunting in places where there's trail cameras and other dudes hunting is using something nobody else is doing. Um, how many out calls Every, can they hear yeah, in one week? Say, so Everybody uses an owl on a crow call. No. So. Yeah. There's yep. your diamond for this show. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm giving you another one till my beard comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so my mo cracking will work. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I don't have to buy a new call, guys. It's crazy. It doesn't even have Bam, to be. Bam! I'm putting that in my turkey vest now. I have Put never. Put on your lanyard, Buck. That's it. I have it a turkey vest that I want to lanyard. use. You ever see one of those squirrel calls that you use for fox hunting? Yes. A squeaker box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually was fox hunting, and I had a turkey yelling at me every time I did that, too. So it's huh. just, it's something Some... else around them making noise, and they're a verbal creature. Yeah. They just want to say, hey, you know, hey. I'm, I'm here, I'm puffed up, Come don't get around over. me. 
blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. As long as it sounds like something they're used to in the woods, they usually will respond to it. So, Well, Will, why don't you go ahead and tell us. Tell us what we did. I suppose. I think we did this topic a bit of justice. I suppose. I think think you're right. (laughs) It was a good show, boys. I know we've got some more uh, quarantine ahead of us. Hopefully most of it's behind us. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, good times lie ahead because turkey season's coming up. Fish Fish are starting to bite. I know Pick's already into his trout season, but. The rest of us have that to look forward to. Yeah. Well, got Good a couple, times couple ahead. A couple more weeks. For Looking PA. forward to it already. So, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Tell everybody where they can find us. They can find us on the World Wide Web at www.ruttenriverpursuits.com. They can find us on all your social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. Mm-hmm. They can also find us on the YouTubes at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And as always, you can find us on most podcast apps such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Noish. Well, boys. Yeah. Great week. Woo. Thank you all for being here. Woo-hoo. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sane. And as the one person at the table not in the medical profession, thank you, boys, for doing what you do, keeping us safe. See you. Yep. Peace. Get outdoors, Pete. I took them pistachios to work, and the girls went nuts. They, like, literally. So <laughs> I had, I actually had somebody from like plant ops walk by and go, is there something on fire? I'm like, no, that's the, that's the nuts. They're hot. Nothing on fire. <laughs> Just my nuts, bud. Yeah. And I've heard so many times recently, man, if, if, if the stuff hits the fan, I know I'm going to picks. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I they that say late. that in jest. But yeah. I I'm so glad that I know and I have I the hope knowledge. They like bass. <laughs> <laughs> We're having bass stew yeah. tonight, boys. That's all you can catch. And the even better news. Hey, no th- more issues. No more broken glass? I have not had to worry about a single hunk of glass for quite some time. Hunks of glass? Isn't that the calendar that Stevie was uh, asked to be a part of? (laughs) (laughs) Hunks of glass? glass. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was going to be Mr. March (laughs) for the Trout of Control. (laughs) That'd be a good calendar. (laughs) 